you're watching us on Utreon, that's where we go live on Utreon so that we can hold guns like this. This is my 545 AK Bullpup. You guys have seen this before from Century Arms. Check that out. I don't know if you've seen this actually, Rich, but there you go. So we no. Can, YouTube won't let us do this. So we go live on Utreon. If you want to join us live, go to Utreon slash Who Move My Freedom or WMMF Podcast. That's the place to go. If you you know if you're listening on audio, you want to join us live. That is how you do it. All right. That being said, let's jump in here. I think uh, I think our, our friend Richard Hoffman should be here in a minute. Let's uh, let's get this kicked off. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, let's go. Okay, it's just, let's see, there's Flying Rich right there. There I am. Let's get the jazz hands going. Here we go. Come on, Rich. Jazz hands, jazz hands. There we go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Uh, this is episode 915 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, tonight's episode is called Two Richards. Two Richards. Two Richards? No, no, yeah, it's we not only two got, Richards. We only have half of the two Richards. Two dicks, yes, two dicks, two dicks. You're, I didn't you're doing Tim Hoffman, not Richard Hoffman, right? Oh, I don't even know who who the hell is Tim Hoffman. I, Which Hoffman? I don't even, yeah, who's Tim Hoffman? I never heard oh, of it's, Tim Hoffman. Oh, it's Richard Hoffman, not Tim Hoffman? Yeah, I, who, oh. is, who is Tim Hoffman? Oh, here we go. We got uh, the, the other dick, the second. There he goes. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, how's it going? What's up? What's up, Rich? There you go. We got both dicks in the house. <laughs> we are we are ready to do this. Um, let's do a check-in with these guys right now. So anyway, we got Richard Hughes, Flying Rich, and yep. Richard Hoffman of BWE Firearms here. And I think we could we can get the show going. Let's check in on these guys. We'll start with uh, the old Hoffmeister. There he goes. Old. He's a year older than me. He's only. Yeah, no, there's no way. He's got to be at least uh, 20 years older than you. What's up, Hoffman? <laughs> oh, not much. I had chemo today, so that's why I'm running a little Ooh. slow. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all right. That's all and right. I got my poison pack with me. Oh, boy. <laughs> all hooked in. Oh, I, I thought you had a new man bag. <laughs> no, that's – I. they get to dump poison in me for the next 46 hours. Oh, oh shit! So oh, when you do so when you do chemo, you have to have that bag for two days. Yeah, and yeah, I do. Uh, the new regimen I'm on is six hours in the chair. Uh, about four hours of that is being uh, pumped with chemo drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, today it was, I think, eight hours in the chair because my port decided it didn't want to work. Uh oh. And they had to oh, pump crap. on me for about two hours. And uh, finally, they gave me a dose of Drano in my port and it opened it up. So then we could start the treatment. No, oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then That's I've rough. got, uh, then after that, 
they put the bag on me and it pumps poison into me for 46 hours. Wow. And I go in Friday afternoon and have it taken off. How do you, you know, how do you psychologically pump yourself up for that? You know, uh, I don't, I just you go just, in and, yeah, you, you just, know. yeah, he's just like, okay, gotta go. I just go in and say, okay, ladies, I'm here for my two week poisoning. Okay. All right. Yeah. We will try to make as much fun of you, harass you as possible so we can get your mind off of it. You know, good, good. I don't know. We'll, we'll good, try Because this new, uh, these new chemo drugs give me acne like uh, I've never had. In my life. You know what? Uh, honestly, look, I'm gonna go. I was gonna say something. Yeah, I was well, like, here, you, you got oh, freckles. Here, here, <laughs> all up here. Jeez. My entire scalp has oh, acne geez. on it. Oh wow. My yeah. nose. Hell, I had it in my freaking ears. Holy oh. moly! Yeah. I was, you know, I was thinking it looking at you, but I was like, I don't know. Listen, I'm 50 and I still actually um, have acne, which is so crazy. Yeah. And then uh, that I got the acne, the first batch of this uh, new chemo drug. Mm -hmm. And when I went in from my second infusion, they're like, okay, do you have any acne? Do you have any of this? Do you have any of that? And I said, man, I don't know what the hell you guys gave me, but. I've got acne like I never have before. And they're like, oh, that's good. I'm like, how the fuck is that good? <laughs> and they said, oh, that means the drugs are working. Yeah. Uh, it's like, can't you pick a better thing to prove the drugs are working than did, giving the acne? Yeah. Did they tell you the other symptom is your dick falls off when it really works? <laughs> yeah, too, I'm waiting too for late. that one. <laughs> Too late. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then the second treatment, I got a mouthful of uh, cold sores. Uh, I had like oh, thirty cold. Geez. I had like thirty cold sores in my mouth, tongue, and lips. Oh man, yeah, yeah that sucks. It sucks. I know. I know. It's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. <laughs> then know. they gave me. Uh, I called up the doctor and I said, "You got to do something." Jesus Christ, I mm-hmm. I can barely even eat. It hurts so much. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay, I'll send a prescription, a magic mouthwash to the pharmacist." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, magic mouthwash? She said, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> it's um, like lidocaine, uh, and there's like five or six different things that they mix together. Yeah, you know what's funny? Is, I bet you that has a, a, adverse reactions also. Is yeah. one of the five rat poison? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, could be. All I know is it worked, so I was happy. Oh, okay. I've got it down. If, I've got it down to about three fire, or four. Amount. It would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, just keep g- keep going, keep doing it. I know it's really yep. rough. Um how long do you have to uh, is this like forever that you have to do this or you just Yeah, the, this treatment is the last treatment that they have good data on. Okay. If this doesn't work, I go into uh you know, experimental drugs. Okay. Yeah. So we're now, hoping you got to go to Mexico for it or no, I can go to, uh, my doctor said the Moffitt, uh, center here in Orlando, the Moffitt cancer center mm-hmm. has a lot of good, uh, programs okay. and there's probably stuff there. Uh, you know, there's, there's stuff in New York, but I really don't mm-hmm. want to have to go live up in New York. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to live in New York. That's yeah, Hank or me. We'll, you know, we'll go yeah. from there. We'll see what the hell uh, happens with me this this cycle on my uh, cancer. I told the nurses today, I said, as long as shit don't start dropping off, I'm okay. Yeah. If you are, let me ask you this, Hoffman. If, you know, if you could choose what bits dropped off in what order, which ones are, are you okay dropping off first? I'm sorry. Well, I'm I guess. I really don't use them anymore. <laughs> I try to. I'll, yeah, I would have went try to ask toe, that. like my little toe. Yeah. <laughs> I try to ask that with a straight, <laughs> with a straight face that I couldn't make it all the way through. Yeah. I just punked out. Uh, uh-huh. You know, hell, then probably toes because I can't feel them anymore. So what the hell's the point of having them? Uh, yeah. Oh man. And it's you know what's weird. Your your hair looks okay. Is it? Yeah, my hair's fine. Yeah. Not losing a bit of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, my daughter told me the other day. She's like, "Ah, oh, you got some gray hair." I said, "Shut your fucking mouth." <laughs> Uh, yeah. I was dating a girl. She's like, "You got gray hair," and I'm like, "I, I don't care about the grays. I care about the ones that aren't there." Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the ones that the ones that aren't there. Those were the sexy ones. <laughs> right. Great. Yeah. All the. Gray, never, I don't care what color it is, as long as it's on my head. Yeah. You um, could go with a comb forward. <laughs> grow your hair long in the back and then comb it forward. That's a. Uh, I don't know. Or, or like Biden have the hair taken out from here, put it up here, and then just comb it all back. Yeah. 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 There when, you go. When did you start losing your hair, Flying Rich? Oh, geez. I, I think I was in my 20s. In your 20s? Okay. Yeah. You know, it started with the widow's peaks, you know, going boom, and then, mm-hmm. you know. Oh. Oh. So you look like uh, Grandpa from the Monsters or something like that. Kind of, yeah. You ever, you ever saw that show? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's old... Come on, we're old enough. We saw that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Growing up in New York, I definitely saw that on... Uh... Well, plus, uh, what was the guy's name? He he ran for mayor a couple of times, didn't he? And he had a restaurant in Manhattan, I think, or Queens. You know, I think Al so Lewis. Too. Grandpa Al... Al Lewis. Yeah, Al Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He, was yeah, a... he only died a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, it wasn't long ago. Yeah, oh, that, wow. that guy was old in the 50s. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was t- he was tough then. He was a tough dude. <laughs> so let me as as I'm catching up with you two, you know, I, I've got to I'm gonna put this for a second on Flying Rich. Now, Rich, I would like to see your phone. Can you just show me your phone? My my phone. Yes. Okay. Show the phone. Okay. Cool. Now shut it off. Shut the phone off. Power it all the way down. All the way down. There you go. What do I got to do? Hold on, hold oh. on. Emergency restart. Power off. Yes. Oh, okay. there you go. Phone powered all the way off. Okay, cool, cool. It's okay, going. good. So we're oh, safe. Yeah, it's off yeah. Now. We're safe then. I was just just trying to make sure that we're safe here, that you won't be calling anyone while we're while we're doing the show. Oh, <laughs> we're getting. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you know what that's about, oh. Hoffman? <laughs> <laughs> I I thought you're worried about them tracking me down. <laughs> no, oops. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they already know where you are. So, yeah. yeah do you want to explain to people why I'm making sure you can turn your phone on? I'm just messing with you. I don't care. <laughs> do you want to talk about this? <laughs> so, I do a show with John Crum. Uh, you know, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. on. Mm-hmm. And the DA 
uh, or not the DA, the Attorney General of California doxed every gun owner, every gun purchase, uh, every permit holder mm-hmm. in the state. Yeah, yeah. So John, or well, I don't know how his information started appearing in the chat, like his phone number, his address, the VIN number of his Honda Odyssey. This just magically so John on, started. This magically yes, started. Yes, it just up. was uh-huh. in the chat. Okay. And okay. Uh, John John called him on the air and said, "If he would, I'm right for Ammo Land. I'm John Crump, and would you like to give a statement?" Mm-hmm. And you know, we, he just got a voicemail. So I called up. I left a message, and I, I said, um, "Do you still live at 1819 whatever street? And is the VIN number of your car?" And I read the VIN number out. So just checking and hung up. And then I realized, like, probably not the smartest thing I've ever done. Uh-huh. And then I know John talked to you later in the evening, said, you know, you've always told me Rich is crazy. Now I believe you and understand why. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Were you listening to that conversation? Was I? No, no. I wonder if, uh, no, were you, were you watching that, Hoffman? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> Oh, I missed yeah. that one. Damn. Yeah. As as Flying Rich is saying, uh, John called me up last night and he goes, yeah, you know, you always say Rich is crazy, but, you know, I think you're just messing with him. But now, now <laughs> I know, now I know he's crazy. So it's that's not that's not that bad, though. Although, yeah. Did you so did you guys have any repercussions for that? What happened? No, no, so far no. Uh, although, so John's uh, bigger channel, which is his news channel, not the live channel that we do the show on, uh, we were streaming out to that channel, and uh, that video got taken down. So somebody must have complained, and YouTube pulled it. So we actually pulled the videos uh, on our own channels. Uh, so John Crump News and Flying Rich. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what we, we did dox the guy, or, or I should say mm-hmm. the information was in the chat. And uh, that's that's wrong. I, I don't agree with doxing people. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe in reciprocity, though. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important that everybody knows that the, these people, these elected officials, act like they're freaking kings and they can do whatever they want. And, and this guy, like a little child who was having a temper tantrum, he actually put out a press release explaining why it was for safety reasons that he doxed everybody, where California has anti-doxing laws. And as attorney general of California, you probably should know that stuff. Yeah. I mean, attorney general law... They you know, don't have or it's like officials know the law. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what it is? It, they don't care about what the law is. They do know the yeah. law. If you break it, they will come for you. But if they right. break it, it's like, oh, well, I broke it in the interest of the better good. <laughs> so but, it's fine if I real, break it. It's like a little child having a temper tantrum. I, I mean, the, this is as, as not so as it gets mm-hmm. in – you, you should realize, hey, pump the brakes on this crap. Look, I I have a rule. All right, so Crazy Rich has a rule. If I'm, like, really mad and pissed off about something and want to call somebody give me an earful, I wait 24 hours. I got a 24-hour rule on that, maybe even a 48-hour rule, and say, hey, if I wake up still mad about it, maybe make that call. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten times, the answer is don't make that freaking call. 
Mm-hmm. And these people, I, I'm just shocked. It's it's like you should know better. You should realize, hey, this is the law. This is what's going down. These are the decisions of the Supreme Court. This is a fundamental constitutional right, and there's no two-step approval process. It's one step. Is this defined in the Constitution as a right? Then that's how it is. Now, that's interesting because it kind of opens up the door for the uh, NFA to be repealed, constitutional carry to be enacted countrywide. At minimum, what this decision, what the uh, Clarence Thomas decision is, mm-hmm. is it's making every state shall issue, which I, I mean, I get chills when I think about it. That, that's freaking crazy amazing. Maybe, now, maybe. I mean, New York... Like for, there's already news of um, of states that are out there planning on pushing back and stuff like that, right? So it's I, necessarily... I'm shaking my head. Mm-hmm. No, you you are correct. These whiny little bitches are are gonna like push back. But yeah. so John, uh, working for the GOA, he's actually been calling sheriffs and letting him know. By the way, this is a constitutional right, and if you do not issue permits. This is a constitutional right you're violating. We will sue you. The GOA will sue your department and you personally because you're depriving people of a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. And people are kind of going like, oh, fuck. And they're they're getting the message. Their GOA is going hard on this. And yeah. uh, they're they're. Uh, they're, they're smacking people where it hurts. Yeah, I think we should take a, a, a thing out of their book and, and um, hit them up with stuff. So here's the thing I was talking about. New York to bolster concealed carry laws to blunt Supreme Court uh, gun decision. Uh, this Good freaking luck. This is in Bloomberg, and I guess um, there's like a whole package that they're putting together. The package would include declare mass transit, schools, courts, government buildings, places where children gather, health facilities. Where air is. Education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If pigeons or rats are there, private property no, such as restaurants, bars, businesses will be by default no carry areas unless they put up signs saying, like all of Jude. this, what they're saying, the the Supreme Court just said that's that is that's illegal. A, yeah, they just said that. Yeah, Clarence Thomas. There, there's this. This is I. I need to watch. I know other lawyers, and and I don't mean I'm a lawyer. Other people that are lawyers, I should say that properly did videos on this and i when it came out i did a quick scan through there are many easter eggs in that clarence thomas ruling Mm -hmm. right i should say decision king's rule Mm -hmm. judges give decisions Mm -hmm. um that decision also specked out like hey if it's historically not been a gun-free zone you can't make it a gun-free zone Mm-hmm. And realistically, Hank, if mm-hmm. if you you're you're a former New York resident, uh, just like I, I mean, you live closer to Manhattan than I did. Mm-hmm. If the subways become gun free zones, guess who's going to have what where? It, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the weird thing about this, New York won't actually do something about all the criminals in New York. They have guns in our uh, yeah. No bonds, no bail. They'll drop the gun charges. Yeah, yeah. But they're gonna what? What? Which one of these criminals out there is gonna give a crap about any of their new laws? What they're effectively they're, saying they're gonna be going like, wait a second. Yeah. You mean people could have guns on the streets? Yeah. But well, in the subway, 
Yeah. I can predate on people and there is no recourse. I have an advantage. They're already doing it. Go 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 for it, Hoffman. See, the problem in New York is if they go after the criminals, they've got to put all the police in jail. They've got to put all the politicians in jail, probably most of the judges. You know, who's left? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They can't they they don't have there's nothing they could do except harass the law abiding, hardworking uh residents of New York. That's it. That's all they can no, do. It, Not just New York it, City, it, but the serious. entire the entire state. It, and look, I'm not I, I've said this, I probably even said this on your show. I'm not super wealthy or anything like that. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. But people that are wealthy and have a house in New York and a house in Florida, they just have to spend six months and one day in Florida to be a Florida resident and not pay taxes in New York. Look, if you're retired yeah. and wealthy and you have a house in the Hamptons and a house in Palm Beach, Damn right you're going to want to be a Palm Beach resident and not a New York resident. Why would you want to pay New York state uh, income taxes? Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. or the, really what changed me from being a New York resident. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old U.S. of A. and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. All right, yeah, my bad. I completely, I completely yep. missed the countdown there. Yeah, you were saying, um, go for well, it. And, and what it was, I was uh, doing a 10-month consulting gig in Monroe, Louisiana, and my car inspection, my inspection on my 2007 Envoy, no, 2017, 2007 Envoy, was up. I wasn't going to spend a day driving back to New York or two days drive back to New York, two days drive back uh, to, to get the inspection. It was easier for me to become a Florida resident and register my car in Florida, even though it was never there. I just had to have a cop basically sign that it's the right VIN and the right odometer reading, uh, reading and boom, send the paperwork to Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that was it. My car wasn't in Florida for like another eight years. Understood. Yeah, I think this is what I mean, this is amongst one of the re- the many reasons that people leave. But the people who are in New York keep supporting these guys. The people in yep. New York oh. who are voting keep supporting this kind and, of bullshit. These guys are literally and, and it's saying the frog. Mm-hmm. It's the frog in the boiling water. Like you don't dude, I my my family, my the house that I own in New York was built in early nineteen hundred my by one of my relatives. And the house that I, you know, when I was born, grew up in, that's been in the family since the late 1800s. We've been in New York forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's just you didn't think anything of it, but uh, it's it's oppressive. The the I don't even have my house is not in a great location in New York, and I'm paying 50 percent more taxes on. You know, like a 2,000 square foot house that that's, you know, 100 years old, 120 years old with railroad tracks behind it, main road in front of it. I'm paying nine grand a year for that house, whereas I've got a 3,500 square foot house on an acre and a quarter with a pool and a hot tub screened in 
and I'm paying six grand in taxes. <laughs> you know, I know you're yeah. paying five hundred bucks in taxes, but yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm laughing because it's it's funny, not because like it sucks that it's happening to you. It sucks that it's happening to people, but I yeah. don't understand why people keep voting for and supporting these people in 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 new york you know my it's, uh, it's my, a mental I, my, disorder my younger brother lives in new york he's a teacher and he's a gun guy and he believe it or not he supports all this bullshit <laughs> sure are you, you know? wait a second you're talking well, he, vo- he, vo- he votes no not anonymous no 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 my my younger brother uh i'm in, i'm the middle i'm the middle kid so anonymous is my older so brother. you got lefty nutnigs in your family uh, I, I don't I don't get the philosophy, but I think it's just an automatic. What I would put it as is an automatic support of Democrats. That's what I would you know. Th- this is the well, problem it, in New York City. People keep supporting these kinds of people, and all these kinds of people keep doing is tearing down the people who support them, and layering laws on top of laws and making life difficult. For the people who support them, like like Richard Hoffman is saying here, really in New York, in New York, um, in especially in New York City, what you have is only the cops who some of them are criminals. Only the cops and the and the bad guys have guns. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what people are dealing with over there, and the regular people can't defend themselves. And New York is a hotbed for for gangs, uh, all kinds of different mafias. You just like name the mafia. And it's in New York, Russian mafia, you know, Italian, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Jewish mafia, (laughs) whatever, whatever mafias exist, it exists in, 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 uh, in New York city and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And the only people who pay for anything in New York who suffer, who get oppressed are the law abiding people in New York. And they don't seem to be sick and tired of it. I think when you get out of there, you can never. I could never see myself going back to New York. No, no. I. I mean, uh, I was going to say unless I made buku money and got a place in the Hamptons or so, but I don't even know Ouch. if I want that. No, I don't want that. No, for what? No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Why? Well, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want it. It's. It's crazy. The Hamptons aren't all that nice. Yeah, it's well, not during the summer. Country. And I hate to say that's the only time you want to be there. Although, uh, I'll tell you, the East End of Long Island, after Labor Day, after all the city idiots are out of the you know, East End of Long Island, it's beautiful. I yeah, but you're still in New York. You're in, yeah. You know what? Look, California is a beautiful place. And I won't argue to yeah, you, yeah, like New yeah. York City, sometimes in the winter it's a beautiful place. In the summertime it's really nice. There's a lot of cool things about New York, except it's like... It's so oppressive if you're a hard-working person. You know, the mindset mm-hmm. of people oh, yeah. there, even the, even the people who work, the people who work and pay taxes, their mind, this is why these idiots are still out there. Yep. This is why they continue to be out there. You would think after all the shit New York has been through in the last couple of years that people in New York would go, okay, that's it. We're just going to get rid of these people. But let's be honest. Even if they brought in Republicans in New York, they're just going to be rhinos. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in any New York Republican is a rhino. I look and speaking of rhinos, look, talking about rhino freaking hunting. Do you know who was like uh, grabbing for the camera behind Mitch McConnell when he said, "Well, we're going to have this bipartisan gun deal." It was freaking Marco Rubio and uh, Rick Scott. They were mm-hmm. back there mugging it up, but they needed to get reelected so they didn't have to vote for this gun control measure. 
Yeah, the, their asses shouldn't be there either. I mean, we've got no. that problem yeah, they, in parts in parts of Florida also. You know. Yeah, I've I've written those guys, and and the response back, if if you were a gun guy, it read like they supported Second Amendment rights, but there was the but in there, mm-hmm. and if you were a gun grabber, it read like we support the Second Amendment, but we realize we gotta f everybody that has a gun. Yeah. People, including here in Florida, including us, we have to stop. We've got a Republican supermajority in in the the Florida Florida House and uh, Senate. There's a Republican supermajority, and we can't get constitutional carry pushed through. Yeah, because the the Republicans here, the listen, they're Democrats, like the rhinos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not all of them, but a lot of them. At the end of the day, I don't like any of these politicians. Right. I was I'm talking to some. I was talking to someone today that, um, you know, clearly like on the le- they're clearly on the left. Right. They clearly watch CNN and they were like, oh, I'm looking at this January 6th stuff. I can't believe what Trump did and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, no, it's not true. But but here, listen to me. I, here's my thing. I don't care. I don't care about politicians. I don't care about them feeling comfortable. I don't care. That's my thing. I don't care about January 6th. I don't care. They didn't care about uh, cities burning in America for more than a year before that. I don't care. I don't care if the entirety of D.C. gets burned down. I don't care. Well, well, and you're going to just about quote me in what I've said is they didn't care what city got burned down, what cop got you know shot or killed while they were burning down the cities or whose business. They're like, oh, well, insurance pays for that. Well, guess what? Insurance doesn't pay for everything. They didn't care. And there's for always the, a... They didn't care for the business owners that were getting dragged out right. of their businesses and uh, beaten half to death. There, there was... I, I forget the guy's name, and I'm, I'm sorry, but there was a, a former a retired cop a person of color, and he was like he guarding was mur- some yeah, guy's pawn shop or so. Yeah. yeah, and they murdered him. Yeah, they didn't care about that. Mm-mm. No, there was no, no. There's never been a committee on that, and that happened to no. the people. So that's the it, thing. That's the thing that I was saying to the guy I was talking to today. And this is a guy who, like, in the seventies, he told me in the seventies, you know, he was he was protesting against the government and all that. And I was I was like, man, how would the seventies you look at you now? You're concerned about some politicians and them feeling uncomfortable and who's trying to hold so, on to power and who won't let it go. <laughs> the the elevator pitch is they didn't give a crap when everything was burning, people were getting killed and losing their businesses. But, oh, people went into into the Capitol and took selfies and left? Yeah. None of them, oh, got, dra- none of them got dragged That's out of there. National Guard, yeah. razor wire. None of them got their heads kicked in. As a matter of fact, was it Mitch McConnell that said just start shooting people? Who was it? No, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, yeah. You Cooper know. Graham. Yeah. What a piece of crap that guy is. Yeah, this is what this is what those guys are up to. So, I, you know, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Graham, Graham was like Trump's favorite senator because he was like all sorts of gushing over Trump. I mean, what what a piece of crap! Like he's like a flag, whichever way the wind blows. Wow, am I really like spun up here? What, what's going on? I got to be I like, know. I got to put on the happy face. I'm trying if, to get Hoffman. I'm trying to like, get Hoffman excited. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. All the politicians need to be pulled out of the Senate and the House and all, taken out onto the mall and hung. And we start over again fresh. 
They don't and care. I mean, every well, single one of them. Let yeah, I don't care. I don't care about any of them. Way. I don't care about the Democrats up there. I don't care about the no. Republicans up there. They don't care about the people of America. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they only give a crap about themselves. They don't give they, a shit it, about the Constitution. Nope. <laughs> okay. All they want to do is line their pockets. Yeah. And, all they're doing. And they every all do insider trading. Miserable. That's it. Yeah, they they all do insider trading. They they all become multimillionaires. You know, they're they're getting a hundred thousand dollars a year or two hundred thousand dollars a year, and then they leave leave you know Congress as multimillionaires because of all the insider trading. Yeah, so, I mean they should not be paid. Politicians should not be a paying job. It never was back when. Right. It should. It you definitely know, shouldn't you be something do you do for sixty country, years, and then you yeah. go back to your but, damn business. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is, uh, you know, it's a little deeper. First off, there shouldn't be a professional political class. The, you, me, Hank, we, we all should be doing time in Congress. It, it should be the everyman job. Yeah. It should be the job you don't necessarily want to do because you got to get – when this country started, it was you had to get back to your farm and plant. That's why they have two yeah. weeks off. And, you know, this is this was not meant to be a career. Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden should be in nursing homes. The only these people, the only recent politician that we have that we've had, well, the only person to recently to be president that wasn't a career politician was Trump. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. All these Biden has been what in politics for what sixty years? His whole life. Yeah. He he went from college. You know, he went from college into, you know, political office and never left. And look, Biden was incompetent when he was VP. Yeah, he he even even Obama said you never underestimate Joe's ability to screw something up. Yeah. Listen, a night train. Uh, I'm not going to argue what night train is saying. He says there's some good guys and, and gals in the House and Senate. But look. Here's the thing. None of these people can actually do stuff for the people. How can they? They could get together. They could get together and very quickly uh, get a bill out there to protect the Supreme Court. Who's already protected? Yeah. They could very quickly get together and do that. It's it's amazing. And again, just good for pointing that out, Hank. The, here they when when they had people break in and take selfies and leave, they they had National Guard razor wire the whole they shut down DC you couldn't get in period. But oh my gosh, they're they're protesting and they got guys looking at coming from California looking to kill uh what was it Gorsuch? Man, I don't know if we can, you know, appropriate any more money for their security. It's like, "Oh, oh, when it's somebody else, when it's an other you don't give a crap. Yeah, but they figured but, out how to yeah. get the they figured out how to get the Supreme Court more protection. And here's my thing: the Supreme Court already has protection, okay? And then they they, 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 do, they were but... able to figure that out. But things to take care of the people in America, they cannot do. Anything that's relative to us, they cannot do. So, in my opinion, they are not deserving of any uh, comfort or feeling of safety and comfort. None of those guys. Because they yeah. should be ashamed. Like even even the ones who that even the ones that I like, at the end of the day, they're just letting this shit happen. Okay? And yeah. ultimately we're gonna get backed into a corner where either we completely surrender or people just go, Okay, that's it. Now we've reached it, that's it. Just fuck it. 
at this point. You've backed me all the way into a corner and I can't do anything about it other than either give up or fight back. And the people who are responsible for that are the folks that we elect and they go out there and all they do is take care of themselves the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and all they and, do is and, play and games the with, is with When they come off the bus in D.C. as a newly elected congressman, there's a reception for them, and in one room is all of the uh, lobbyists, and they're shown a menu, and it's like, you want to be on this committee, you want to be head of this committee? Well, you need to kick back this much to the RNC. And then the noob is like, what, what do you mean? How do I get that money? They're like, well, go in that room and get the money from the lobbyists. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. they're they're not even they didn't even have the their orientation and they're already getting bribed. Yeah. Um, by the way, someone say yes. There's a lot of rain. I'm in the van and it's raining out there. You probably see some lightning or something behind me here. So it's pouring rain. You guys are all in Florida. Is it raining where you're at? No, no. We we had some thunder and light rain like in the afternoon, early afternoon. Yeah. We didn't um, we didn't have anything today. Yeah, it's probably just raining on my house, which has happened. But Florida's a big frickin' yeah. state, and yeah, <laughs> it's like four states in one. Yeah, I actually had a tree drop down in front of my uh, in front of my place. I don't know if I've shown that yet. Let me see if I can find uh, pictures of that. Yeah, we had a big tree. Um, the last time a storm came through here, let's see. Let's see if I can put this up here on the screen. Check that out. Damn. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, so, and that's Lola going out there to move it? Um, I don't know. She's just going, going to do it. Yeah, she's just going yeah. to look at it. I'm like, okay, I, I can see it. <laughs> you know, it's down. It's not uh, It's not in a place where, like, you know, it didn't fall on the house or whatever. It just fell where more trees are. So um, That works. Yeah, it's going, it's going to sit there and rot a little bit. Um, it's going to take... I don't have a serious uh, enough uh, chainsaw to go through that. Uh, well, until Walter comes by with a chainsaw, is what you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Walter's not... That's not... That is not his business. <laughs> not his business. It's what? fine. The squirrels can run around out there for now, so... Yeah, you know what I wanted to know before I forget? This thing in California with the... Um, uh, the What was it? The AG, the AG. Yeah. Um... When he put out all these people's info, I want to know how many celebrities are on that list. Oh, yeah. there uh, was it. Reno May did a video on that. There, mm -hmm. there was judges, cops, yeah, all that. Yeah, no, but I want to know how many celebrities, and then out of those celebrities, I want to know how many of these like anti-gun celebrities are actually actually have CCWs and all that kind of stuff in California. That's what I'd like to know. Oh, look, pizza. What kind of pizza is that? Uh, we got some pepperoni and we got some uh, plain. Okay. All right. There you go. You Can put you... a plain on a pizza? <laughs> you crashed it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Dude, would, you too? If it's not crashed, it will be soon. It will be soon. <laughs> yeah. Can you, where did that pizza, is that, you have a good pizza joint around you? Yeah, you know, not New York good, but, you know, Florida good. Florida good? Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Do they know? Are they Italian? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, okay. Do they know about Zeppelis? 
I don't think so. No, then they're not Italian. They're definitely they're not Italian. Uh, I would. I didn't check the menu for that. Yeah. Shout out to Shooting Gallery. Any, he's out there. Yep, yep. And and he said he just texted me. Said he's going to be in Florida on Thursday. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So he, he said something like, "Hey, let's go to Hanks and go shoot." I'm like, "Okay, um, yeah, I'm good." No, I don't I'm know about be, Hank, but I I'm okay with that. No, I'm not going to be here. What day is that? No, definitely not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll be there. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. You could you could show up here, Hoff. You know, you show up here with that STG forty four. You 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 know you, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Now I now I got a MP forty to go with it. Oh, cool. Yeah, look, can we take a look at that here? We've got about a minute, but what is that yeah. behind you? Have I shot this? No, you have not. I oh. just got it. Oh, very well, nice. I built it before for a customer. Mm-hmm. And then I just bought it back. Oh. Uh, very nice. You know what? I think I've shot the 22 versions of this that... Um, What's the name of those guys that make the 22s out of these? Yeah, the uh, GSG, is it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, this is the real one. Well, kind of the real one. It's a tube gun. Okay. It's not a It's not a German-made. It's a German parts kit on okay. a U.S. tube. Oh. Okay, very nice. But it won't. Yeah. No, that's cool. So you so what's is the is it a good story or a bad story behind that? Actually, you know what? Let's take a let's take a quick break here and we're going to come right back and then we'll get into the story behind that. All right. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider hype. Yeah, um, Kiaski says a good, that's a good question. Prove these antis are only antis against others having arms. Yeah, I would like to know out of all these, uh, like all this stuff that got out there. I don't want to know these people's info. I just want to know, like, oh, here's all these folks who are celebrities and very famously anti-gun. However, they do have guns. You know, <laughs> um, of course they do. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, that, that drives me crazy. Liam Neeson is like gun grabber extreme in all yeah. of the monies, uh, on all of the movies he makes, money, before I get in slip, mm -hmm. but uh, all of the movies he makes, the body counts are in the triple digits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, let me see here. And uh, <laughs> uh, someone says... Oh, let me see. I'm trying to figure out who. Oh, Armament and Axis says that gun screams Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so, what is the story with that, Hoffman? A buddy of mine bought a uh, MP40 parts kit, and then bought a. He found a transferable tube that was unbuilt on Gunbroker and bought that. Mm-hmm. And I, I took the tube and the parts kit and made a gun out of it. 
Okay. Um, oh, so, he, you, so you didn't originally build it for you. You built it for him. I built it for him. Okay. okay. Um, mm-hmm. And he, uh, he likes it, but it's not his favorite. Okay. And he kind of looked at getting rid of it. And I said, well, you know, mm-hmm. what do you want for it? Because uh, my family uh, cut some inheritance money loose. Mm-hmm. And my stepfather said, you know, you should take some of that money and, and invest it. And I said, well, what the hell do I invest it in? You know, <laughs> whatever you know about. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, you know <laughs> kind of not much right now. And I said, yeah. you know, he said, well, what about guns? And I said, OK, guns, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because there's all kinds of advantages of me buying guns because I can write them off the business. I can, you know, their business expense. And right. Yada, yada, range yada. could shoot it, you know. I, yeah. mean. I can shoot the hell out of it. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I'm never going to you know, argue said, with you buying machine guns, Rich. <laughs> yeah, I said, you know, well, you know, what do you want for it? Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I want like, you know, 18 grand for it. And I said, well, that's, you know, that's more than I want to pay for it. And he's like, well, are you buying this for yourself? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, as an investment, you know, I'll I'll sell it at some point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, for you this much. And it was just a price I couldn't turn down. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, someone's got to keep the machine guns out there. Like the other day, you know, we had Walter on and he was real sad because he had to help a friend of his um, decommission um some oh. some machine guns that the ATF wouldn't let them wouldn't let him transfer and Walter was really messed up about that whole thing yeah uh, was that the 20 millimeter guy uh yeah 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 so i think he sent me i think he sent me did he send me pictures somewhere i think he did but he was talking about it when he was on the show it sucks i think it was a crank and a and a tantal let me see if i could uh, uh, I... You're you're saying the like FFL to FFL you can't trust transfer. Well, they wouldn't no. let them. They wouldn't let. They have the ATF has to approve it, and they just wouldn't. They're really? I mean, they're, they're really fucked up now. Let's be honest. Look at these guns. I had no idea. Yeah. I I thought you know you got a post sample and you know you can just transfer it. No, it's not. It's not automatic, right, Rich? I don't think. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, post samples, you need a law letter, and law letters are a pain in the ass to get, you know. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got a, you know, a brother-in-law or a cousin who's a, you know, a chief of police. Yeah, and here's what wound up happening to them, which is just really, kind of like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the oh, Yeah. Um, so, I mean, are they, are they recoverable from that state? Yes, they are. Yeah. But for fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah. They, they wouldn't, uh, my understanding, and, and, and Walter's not here to, to tell that story properly, but, um, my understanding is they just wouldn't, the ATF said, nope, you can't, it has to, it has to, you, you know, we won't let you transfer wow. it, so. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So they're 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 being ATF is being really really extra fucked up right now. Yeah, I mean they got the green light. Yeah, they're they're they don't have to do anything. So 
a lot of times in situations like this, they're just saying no. And this guy spent a lot of money fighting all of this and pushing back and all that. And eventually, you, like, you come to a point that you're like, okay, this is just how it's going to go then. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sucks. It sucks. So in in the in the um, in light of news that sucks from the gun world, have you guys heard about the uh, what is this thing here? Um, uh, the we were talking about New York, right? And I want to bring up. Uh, I think I think that uh, let me see. I'm trying to find the story. Sorry, Amaland. I think has this story. Here we who? go. Who? Ha Amoland. Amoland. Amoland News, you know, that John Crump works for? Yeah, um, he owns it. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that out loud. No, John Crump definitely doesn't own it. Don't let anyone believe that. If John Crump owned it, they wouldn't do some of the nonsense that they do. I think right now the only thing that I respect over at Amoland News is John Crump. So, you know, um, I'm not... You know, there's a lot of bullshit going on there, in my personal opinion. Okay, New York sues multiple companies over privately made firearms. Okay, so New York State has filed suit against a slew of firearms retailers for selling unfinished frames and receivers. New York State Attorney General Letitia James announced the lawsuit at a press conference in New York City. The lawsuit claims that these online firearms retailers are causing a public nuisance by selling what she refers to as ghost guns to residents oh. of the Empire States. The retailers include um, Arms or Ally LLC, Blackhawk Manufacturing Group, Inc., 80% Arms, Inc., ADP Freedom Company, Brownells, The Glock Store, Indie Guns, KM Tactical, Primary Arms, Rainier Arms, and Rockslide USA. How did and they miss JST? I don't know. Maybe that's coming in a in a separate thing. So, um, did we, did you guys go on today and talk about this? No, no, we we didn't have a show today. Yeah. So, um, the lawsuit also claims the defendants broke federal law by selling these kits by implying these items are firearms. So, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. There's a lot of things that uh, they want, including money. <laughs> so, they want these guys to not sell these things in New York. They want money from them. They want them to pay for all this stuff. What do you guys think about all this? What, what do you have to pay for? They they want them to pay for it. Hold on. Let's see. Um, they want reparations? Uh, yeah. So the, the state, let's see. It's right here. The states want companies to pay restitution to the state for vi violating state law and divest from any profits made from the sales of the kits, AG James also demands that the targeted companies pay all the legal fees associated with the case. <laughs> Most chillingly, the New York State AG demands that the named companies turn over all customer records for ah. patrons living in New York State and who purchase an unfinished frame or receiver within the past so, five years. I, I can tell you what what a good company would say is go pound sand. Because... Yep. You, yeah. You're in New York State. You sue me. I'm I'm in another state. Go f yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's exactly what I'd do. I'd just write him a letter and say, "Go fuck yourself." Oh, I, I wouldn't even yeah. bother showing up or anything. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you can just fuck right off. 
you know, you know maybe I, maybe I, at the I, most what they'll get out of this is these companies probably immediately will stop selling anything to those. Yeah, states. that's yeah. Yeah, most most companies do not sell to prohibited states where where they have laws against mm-hmm. you know eighty percenters. I do. You can kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. I've talked to ATF. They said it's legal federally. It's legal in the state of Florida. You're 100% legal. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, you so know. so technically, I guess New York did. They came almost that when they came out with that law. I think it says right here, like last year. Um, what was I, I'm not sure when that came out in New York, but yeah, because um, not not to be rude to New Yorkers, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Get out. Trying to find exactly when did yeah I don't know when they made that law I remember we talked about it whenever they did it uh-huh. um, it's bullshit I mean first of all okay these eighty uh, percent is not a firearm it's not regulated yeah. it's not a firearm <laughs> right it's not a firearm so it's it, not regulated it's, it's a box of parts yeah until you, know, you until you make it into something you know yeah. Yeah, but that's your prerogative. That's your prerogative to um, to do that. But it's not a firearm. So, and before this country was a country, people were building their own damn firearms. And and you know, I I don't have to say this. Uh, Richard Hoffman has a thousand percent more skill than I do. But I could buy four parts in a hardware store, and on my way out to the parking lot, I could assemble a slam fire shotgun. You're not going to stop it. Whether you think 3D printing is the boogeyman or ghost gunners are the boogeyman or polymer 80s are the boogeyman, you're not going to stop it. Yeah, go, go, Richard. I think you want to say something here. Uh, somebody just asked if I'm back into production yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of not because I'm so wiped out uh, from the treatments. You know, I only get a couple hours a day to to do stuff i'm trying to get out into the shop mm-hmm. and get back into production but it's slow mm-hmm. yeah there you go i think that was uh, who was uh dylan dylan 1924 yeah dylan 1924. now is dylan 1924 dill spec or well is that's that dalen that's dalen 1924 so oh dylan oh yeah that's my I dyslexia uh-huh yeah um no i don't know i don't <laughs> think that's dill spec I'm assuming that's that's not uh, deal spec. By the way, also also, uh, Flying Rich and BWE Firearms are contri- uh, collaborators with this. So if you guys give up any uh, some cash right here, oh super chats, it will go to these guys. Yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're splitting it three ways. No, cool. We got no. a three way going. I always wanted yeah, a three way. Yeah, thirty three. Yeah, thirty three percent. I don't want to be in the freaking middle. <laughs> but you are. I want to be in the back end. Well, I don't want to be. I don't want to be anywhere in that sandwich. I don't even. Well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't even want to be outside looking at that sandwich. Yeah. Oh, so you're one of those perverts. You want to be watching it, but you don't want. To. No, I said I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Oh, I'm gonna give myself nightmares now. Yeah, Dalen said yes. Thanks for correcting the pronunciation. Not Dillspec. Take care, Richard. So that's from day one, nineteen twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, if you if you guys do that, that's one of the things with Utreon is you could do the collaboration thing. So there you go. That's so, very cool. Yeah. 
So um, let's see what else. Okay, we were talking. Lola said. Uh oh, uh, we're getting scolded by Lola. Lola's yeah. Lola's trying to uh, come in here. So yeah. So what do you think about this whole um, this idea that New York State now is going to go after these companies, including um, you know companies like Brownells and all that? What do you think about this, Richard Hoffman? I think it's a joke. You know. A bunch of the companies are going to, you know, be a bunch of pussies and, you know, oh, well, we'll stop selling. We'll, we'll do what you want. You know, screw that. Mm -hmm. You just need to slap dick on New York and say, screw you. You know, you yeah, want to come wait, wait, after me? On. I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. Did you just say you just got to slap dick on New York? Yeah. Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> right across their face. Yeah, right across, right down. That is not me. <laughs> that is not me, Lola. <laughs> Sorry, Lola. <laughs> you just got to slap him up with a dirty, dusty, sweaty donkey dick. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I hope you don't have the speaker. I hope you don't have the speaker on, <laughs> Rich. Either one. Pepperoni. Rich, look at Rich. Rich is trying not to laugh right now. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my daughter came in just like, oh, you want oh. more pizza? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, that's worse. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? It's, oh, man. I don't know. By the way, so, um, none of these companies have any comments uh, or anything like that. I haven't but, um, heard anything. I, from I would have a comment. Mulan Lop. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, here's the thing. This is not the. This is just the beginning of this kind of shit. It's just the yeah. beginning of it. And New York State is just the first one. There's going to be. We're going to see a lot of these communist states. Coming out and attempting to do this stuff. Like, like I said, that that Thomas decision has a lot of freaking Easter eggs in it. They, they're they're going to get you know punched in the nuts on this. I, I think there's a lot of you know there's a lot of target area for good gun rights organizations. You know, hence not the NRA, mm -hmm. but you know FPC, GOA, all of them to go after them and sue the crap out of them. Yeah. For not complying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I think they do need to be countersued when all when all of this kind of stuff is coming up there. They just need to keep getting countersued and smacked upside the head. Because um, mm -hmm. where does New they, York State have the right to tell people what can be, you know, it's not a firearm. It's not regulated by the federal government. <laughs> it has nothing to do with them. If there's what, you know, yesterday I was talking about this. Um, there's a story in New York, right, where at MTA, which is Metropolitan Transit Authority, they had like one of these expensive uh, 3D printers. I think it's like a hundred thousand dollar 3D printer, and it got stolen. You're, so you're talking like a metal 3D printer? Yes, but here's the thing: it got stolen, right? So this 3D printer got stolen. Wait, 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 wait! Something got stolen from the MTA by an employee? Yeah. I, I was. Oh, I was that's my shocked face. That's... Yeah, right. So here's the story: 3D printer capable. This is. Listen to this headline: 3D printer capable of making ghost gun parts stolen from MTA rail yard. 
And it's talking about a brand new $103,000 3D printer capable of making parts for ghost guns went missing from an MTA rail yard in Brooklyn earlier this year and has yet to turn up the post has learned. And it goes on. Now, if you really read this article, the crazy thing is that MTA didn't buy this printer to make guns. They bought it to make parts that they don't have. And so it went missing. It's New York, but this can happen anywhere. Expensive thing. Someone can wind up stealing this thing. But the story is reading like, oh no, there's this rogue 3D printer out there that can make guns just walking around making Good. guns. Good. Yeah. Maybe the guy wants to make, you know, thermostat housings. Who knows? Yeah. But here's what I think. A lot of this stuff is happening because they don't want you to have any access to this. And if they could say that you can't buy an 80, you can buy an 80 percenter. You can't, you, you can get, it's not a firearm. It's not a gun. You can buy that. Right. Yeah. So it, eventually they want to be able to say, no, you can't have, you can't buy a 3d printer. That's a, that's a gun. You're basically buying a but, gun. Dude. I, and I, again, I don't need a 3d printer to have a 3d printer. I can go to freaking a catalog, McMaster car, and I can order all the parts I need to build a 3D printer. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're not going to stop me. You're not going to stop Hoffman. You're not no. going to stop, you know, Walter or, or Patrick. You know, that crap anyone who's stopping. Yeah, anyone who's interested enough. Dudes in prison are making guns. Yes. Dudes in prison. Yeah. Yes, good point. Yeah. But, but – we, the crux, I mean, the, the absolute truth of this is if you look at places like Baltimore or Chicago or New York City, where they are intensely gun-free zones and they have crazy restrictions on guns, look at Florida where, you know, I don't know how many people have a permit. I know this neighbor has a permit. The two neighbors behind me have a permit. I got a new neighbor over here. I'm not sure. I'm going to go shooting with a, a neighbor four houses down. He's got a permit. And actually, his liberal neighbor next door has a permit. Mm -hmm. So how come it, it's not all you know blood and guts here in Florida, even in Miami? It's not like New York. <laughs> armed society and is it's a polite because, society. <laughs> and it's because the criminals know they can predate on an unarmed populace. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it, it's based on the Sullivan Laws, which – Sullivan was a syphilis-infected Tammany Hall bureaucrat, but of course we all know syphilis. One of the symptoms is paranoia. Yeah, and uh, we're, he we're was paranoid. Up, we're coming up on a hard break. We're coming up on a hard break. Let's take that break and come back and talk more about syphilis. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. <laughs> also talking about support, big shout out to uh, Armament and Axes. He gave he gave some money, which uh, to all of us. And he says uh, one dork Hank, one crazy crashing rich, and one cool bro the Hoff. Good times tonight. You know what? That's bullshit. Why does Hoffman get to be the cool bro? <laughs> because I'm the cool one here. <laughs> mm -hmm. What? Okay. All right. I'm the cool whip in the middle. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I think he had that one. He had that one load preloaded, preloaded. <laughs> and uh, 
Um, let me see. What is this? Asper Warrior says Hank's extended coverage of this article is just his way of subtly telling the internet he's an interested buyer in that 3D printer. Yeah, you know, I'll buy it. <laughs> For a couple of bucks. If it was really, you oh. know, really cheap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on, have, like, have you you printed out a calibration cube yet? Um, no, 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 no. I've got a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna start. I am gonna start uh, making some stuff. I've got a 3D printer here. I've got a ghost gun. I, I got a whole freaking handful of calibration. So what's cubes. the What's the thing with these calibration cubes? Show me. So uh, the calibration cube here. This one's gray, so it's better to see. It has the axes labeled on it. Okay. So X, Y, and Z. And the calibration cube, uh, where is my calibers? Damn. Is it under the pizza? No. Oh, here they are. So you grab your calibers. Let's see. Can I do this reverse lefty? Uh, so ideally, your calibration cube, let's see. We yeah, it's too got much 20. Is, uh -huh. So it's 20 millimeters in every direction. Also, by looking at the calibration cube, you can see if your cooling settings and all of that are good, if the corners are squared, your retract settings are good. Basically, it shows the quality of the print. Okay. I just printed this on the first printer I ever had because I did a custom redesign of the hot end mm -hmm. and uh, – had the first print in like four or five months of having the printer down. Okay. Because oh, where's my box of oh, stuff? Are you still? Are you still printing? Are you still printing, Hoffman? Go ahead. Uh, I'm doing some. I'm going to be doing some more stuff here shortly. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, there you go. So, I, I printed another one of these. I got all the parts, and you know, I learned printing this. Like uh, this here, I had supports on. You don't need supports for that. The little cartoon character here. Yeah, what is that? What do you supports. have on there? Go up a so little bit. So that is uh, Invader, so Invader Zim. This, is that Invader Zim? That oh. is Invader Zim. Yeah. And the guy who designed this goes by the name Invader Zip. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So my newly freshly minted one that is like crisp af mm -hmm. it's beautiful are you let me ask you a question are you speeding up the prints on this because i know you've been doing a lot of uh like messing around with print times and stuff like that are you is that normal the print time or did you speed it up okay all right so this i can print fast in like nine hours but i printed this in 29 hours so this is a slow print um, this actually was a fast print. So the, the way you can see the difference, and it's a hacked fast print, you see the sheen. This actually has a little bit of a gloss look yeah, to it. It looks, almost, it looks more and, finished. Yeah. And this has a little bit more dull look to it. So this was a fast print. Okay. And this was a standard speed print that took 29 hours. I had two power fluctuations during it, so I've got a UPS on my printer. Okay. Okay, cool. No, that's some cool stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, the reason why I ask is I know you like messing around with that, um, mm -hmm. like with the, the the print speeds and stuff like that. I was talking to uh, Babyface about you, 
you know, and I was like, yeah, he, he, he's crazy. He likes to be a mad scientist when it comes to, uh, well, it, it's, stuff. uh, yeah, it, it's testing some things out. There's mm-hmm. for the most part, almost nothing that I, I almost never download something and print it. I always usually tweak it. Like, uh, even that lower, I tweaked some things in it to strengthen it in, in some areas because I, I had earlier fast prints that failed a certain way and I just beefed up a certain area where I, I could do it. Um, and there's one last piece. So it depends on what barrel nut I get as to how the first piece connects on. Mm-hmm. So there's a part, let me put these two together. So the next part of the handguard here is highly dependent on the dimensions of the barrel nut. So if I get a mil-spec barrel nut, I can print the standard part. But if I don't get a mil-spec barrel nut, I have to print a modified part to fit the spec of that nut. Okay. Cool. So I'm waiting waiting on those parts to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting all into this... Um to this that was it what was that um what was that nine millimeter called again that carbine so this is the arc the arc yeah the arc by invader zip yeah someone's so asking, nine mil glock uh-huh okay so a nine mil glock um is what mm-hmm. okay cool. yeah so there, there's a couple of things on here i modified a little bit for myself Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone's asking about uh, MP5. So, um, uh, yeah. Jason, so there's yeah. a a 3D printed actually. Um, let's see. Uh, you had him on the show. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Control Pew. Not Control Pew. The Vin? other guy, the masked guy. What's his name? Oh, uh, print shoot repeat. PSR. Yeah. Yeah. I was had PSR stuck in my brain. So PSR printed an MP5. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's got some good videos on that. Uh, not, of course, you can't show. He just has a shooting video. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. He's very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, the so you can print the MP5. There's also a printable set me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to print something like that, you can print those also. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd consider printing an MP5 because also uh, Matt Lavoisier, he, uh, he has a wind chime set for it. So okay. there's very few gun parts you actually have to have. Mm-hmm. Matt Lav- Who the hell is Matt Lavoisier? Uh, Fudbusters. Oh. oh, okay. I don't think that's his name. Uh, did I say it wrong? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm making him sound more exotic. Not, maybe, maybe I'm. I thought it was Larossia. Yeah. Larossia, yeah, I thought it yeah, was. I, I anyhow, yeah, uh huh, yeah. Um, okay, cool. What what kind of what kind of stuff are you interested in printing, Richard Hoffman? Or like, are you working on specific guns or gun parts? Uh, gun parts. Um, okay. Because I can't sell printed guns they won't hold up okay and if somebody buys something from bwe and it doesn't hold up that's a bad thing right right mm-hmm. uh, i'm working on uh oh i guess it was 10 years ago seven mm-hmm. years ago 
I designed a uh, 22 magazine for the full auto uh, Uzi 22 kits. Ah, okay. And uh, it was basically a standard 32 round Uzi magazine and then um, inserts that I machined out of uh, Delrin. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten too expensive to make those anymore. One, the cost of Delrin. Two, the cost of 32-round Uzi magazines has gone up. Mm-hmm. So I am working on a – me and this other guy who worked on the other magazines, uh, we're working on uh, that same – internal design magazine because it's proven we know it works and we're working on 3d printing the entire magazine so you don't need newsy magazine body mm-hmm. uh, it'll just be a 3d printed magazine okay we can bring to the market much cheaper um i'm working on that i'm working on uh some other, you know, some magazine loaders, some other things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and you're gonna. So it's just like what you're messing around with is what you're gonna print them with, or yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're we pretty much have the design finished, mm-hmm. and we've started to test it, and it's worked real well so far mm-hmm. okay now we print it in some different materials decide on a material what material works the best okay what prints the best and then we probably gotta take one magazine and put five to ten thousand rounds through that magazine to prove the magazine yeah so are these the the purpose of these magazines is just for, is, is it just machine gun stuff Semi-auto yeah, stuff or both? Right now, it's okay. just um, for the machine guns, for the mm-hmm. Uzi um, full-size uh, and mini uh, machine guns with the uh, 22 conversion kits in them. Okay. Um, we're going to – I think we're going to adapt them probably – to the HK G3 conversion kit mm-hmm. hmm. um, because somebody is making an adapter for Uzi magazines, hmm. uh, the 22 Uzi magazines to use in the G3. Hmm. So if we can print the 22 Uzi magazines and just buy their adapter – Mm-hmm. You know, just put them together, and then you can use them in the G3. Yeah. So out of the the reason, so what I'm curious about with that, like if magazines are, you know, specifically for machine guns, what are the issues you face with that? Like, you know, is it feeding? I mean, and then I'm guessing it's going to get complicated if it's a rimfire machine gun too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The the okay. 22 rimfires are a pain in the ass to get you know, running in anything, let alone a machine gun. <coughs> mm-hmm. But that design I already have from the inserts I did. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got the internals at work. We just we're just working on the outsides now and making sure the printed ones hold up. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, and like I said, you know, we want to put five to ten thousand rounds through it. You know. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, DCG44 said, that's even in 22, that's big money. You know? Yeah, yeah, 5 to 10K rounds yeah, in 22 LR. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. you know, that's, you know, that's production stuff. You know, yeah. 5 to 10,000 rounds through something is not, you know, it's not unheard of. Right. And then I know one of the things you specialize in is, um, is uh, machine gun competitions right so that's going to be for competing oh yeah 22 is a ball in subgun competitions Mm -hmm. you know because there's no recoil in it you know Mm -hmm. you can shoot a match a lot cheaper than you can nine millimeter Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just a whole lot of fun Uh, (laughs) yes i mean you know if like i would take this people might get mad at this but i would take it if they would just make 22 machine guns legal i mean come come the fuck on (laughs) right like 22 machine guns that's so amazing man so awesome and then suppressed oh yeah they're just Yeah. (laughs) yeah 22 machine gun suppressed man uh is a very close rival to sex yeah. It, if you shoot twenty two suppressed, all you hear is the action. You hear like the clicking mm-hmm. of the action. Yeah. 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 It's so much fun. And it's like, you know, because most of the machine gun kits use an aluminum bolt body. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so much quieter than the nine millimeter. The action noise itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think there's stuff so you, you could do, right? To, to, yeah. Yeah. You, there's there's definitely stuff you could do to to quiet that down. Um, Asper Warrior is saying I haven't owned a 22 in years now. I keep finding some reason I need something else before, uh, before getting a chance to buy a 22. Uh, gonna print one, dude. Everyone should have multiple 22s. Oh yeah, I got actually. I do. I have, oh, I have two 22s. So I got the uh, Taurus TX22 and I've got the CMR30. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of good 22s out there. The the Taurus is a really nice one. You know, I would I got say. Bunches of- yeah, what kind of? So you you probably have like a big collection of 22 machine guns. Am I right or wrong about that? Uh, I've got the M16 in 22. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, two full size Uzi 22 conversion kits. Mm-hmm. I've got the mini Uzi 22 conversion kit that I run in the cats are. Uh, uh, what else do I have? Is that um? How does that? How does that? Is that anything like the micro Uzi? The, that, the cats are. Yeah. No, that's the tan one I had. That's between the oh, size oh. of the yeah. size and the mini. The one that Lola liked so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I like the micro. That micro Uzi was so freaking awesome. That just screams. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's no you can't you can't convert that to twenty two. Uh, I probably can. Mm. I just got to make the 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 bolt and the barrel for it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, Cruise Man says, I haven't had a 22 in a while either. I still have some 22 ammo, though. What is happening to people? <laughs> Come on, man. You guys have to have 22s out there. Yeah. Like, I always have some kind of 22 thing that I'm working on or whatever. Um, you know, and, and Rich, I think you've sent me video before of you doing 22 competitions, right, Hoffman? Or is that is the stuff I've seen? Uh, is that stuff I've seen? Twenty twos. Yeah. That you're comp- okay. Yeah. Yep. The M sixteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The M sixteen with with twenty twos. I I know there's some uh, some videos of the Uzis in twenty two. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the guys I shoot with has a uh, twenty two conversion kit for his Thompson M one. Hmm. that's a hoot you know nothing hmm. like shooting a what 13 pound gun in 22 <laughs> <laughs> you can't even feel it huh? <laughs> it just sits uh, there yeah someone 42 chill says 22 ammo is way up um yeah i haven't yeah, bought 22 ammo in a while but is it is it really do, that? do you know what ammo never went up what don't say 10 millimeter Oh, 50, 50. Oh, 50 BMG. Okay. Yeah. okay, you bastard. Didn't I think someone was a- <laughs> someone was asking about your 50 and the uh, um and I think the optic. Yeah, so uh that that's just a stand in. I uh think I've got a deal where somebody's going to give me an optic for a T&E. So wait, when it shows up I'll announce but uh, oh, okay. I think some of my viewers or dark's viewers have a good idea on who Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't like to talk about a deal before it's done. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think I got an optic coming in that's 50 rated. Mm-hmm. So I, I just did a short today with that. So uh, I've been having an issue with YouTube shorts. Um, I'll mm-hmm. upload them. There'll be a short. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I, I actually have screenshots of them on the you know phone app, the uh, YouTube Studio phone app, mm-hmm. in the shorts column. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, the video I did today performed great in the first 10 minutes, and it got bumped over to the normal video. It got bumped out of shorts. What? <laughs> so I'm watching the, the view chart go, like, vertical. I'm like, uh, yes! And then, you know, it got bumped out. Um, hmm. That's, yeah, that's interesting. YouTube might be messing around with something. Yeah. They might, yeah, they, I've, they might I've had a re- number of videos... Them. It, like I, I talked to you, uh, you know, probably a month and a half ago about this, mm-hmm. and you know, you said you've, you know, shot shorts, edited, uh, edited, edited them, and then uploaded them, mm-hmm. and it stayed as a short. Mm-hmm. So I've done kind of every combination, like just shooting a sunset. So you mm-hmm. know, people are like, "Hey, how come you're shooting the sunset?" I'm like, "You know, you're a gun guy, or like mm-hmm. just checking the algorithm on how it all works." And yeah. To see, like, so I've had hold on, videos hold on that one were... second. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Hold on. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk. T U S C. All right, sorry about that, Rich. So yeah, you were saying yep. that you know you're you're so, trying to yeah. you're trying to like test out what's going on with the shorts. 
Yeah, so mm-hmm. videos I've, you know, shot the sunset, mm-hmm. uploaded it, you know, never left the YouTube app, and they got bumped out of shorts. And I did, you know, the name, hashtag shorts, and all that. And, How long you know, got were they? Out. How long were they? What was the duration? Uh, I'm looking at one, 36 seconds, 24 seconds, 32 seconds, 20 seconds. Okay. Yeah. I'm you know, I'm not... Yeah, I wouldn't know what's going on, but I would say this. I think I, that, I opened a tech support issue with uh, YouTube. Oh, you did? Okay. I would say mm-hmm. that if you really like the doing the whole shorts thing, from what I see that folks are doing now, they're actually making a separate channel and doing shorts on there. Because I think mm-hmm. that shorts are, in, in the long run, detrimental to your normal channel. So I actually, um, like, so for example, on Stranger Palooza, where we do the van stuff, uh, I was putting shorts up on there, and then I noticed one of those shorts got really successful, and it made the whole algorithm for the channel turn upside down. So it was actually destructive hmm. to the channel, and what I wound up doing was deleting all the shorts, and after about a month, the channel started coming back. So I think that huh. I think that YouTube, like a lot of people are seeing that. When I talk to other YouTubers, they say okay. it's, not, it's not really worth it to do the shorts and put them on YouTube because it just skews the whole algorithm for the rest of your channel in a crazy direction. And and what I mean and, by that is... And I is, did notice... Mm-hmm. I, was I, say, I did notice mm-hmm. my normal views seem to drop 100 200 like i i have kind of staple videos that get regular views mm-hmm. and it seems like uh my normal you know bread and butter videos stopped getting as many views well that's because you're what you're doing the way the algorithm is set up is that once you get shorts start becoming the successful thing remember duration time duration so what's happening mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. you have a 30 second video doing better than your 10 minute video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so that puts you in a whole different category with the YouTube algorithm and they ne- they didn't do anything about it. They just decided mm-hmm. they wanted to compete with TikTok, but that's a completely mm-hmm. different platform mm-hmm. where most people right. are actually coming to YouTube for longer form things than 30 seconds or even a minute, right? Mm-hmm. So if your channel before was was built on uh, the time duration. So, for for example, one of my best videos on Stranger Palooza is a two-hour-long video, and the average oh. the average view duration on that video is an hour. <laughs> and that is that so, the Andrew's custom leather video? No, no, no. That's on Stranger Palooza. So that's people looking oh. at van stuff, and they're looking. Oh. they're looking at a two-hour video. They're looking at an hour. You know, because because of the information there. So if if I all of a sudden threw up like videos, so I put up a short on there that was maybe about fifty seconds, and it did really well. It got seventy seven thousand views, but that skews the whole thing because now mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. video is really mm-hmm. successful and it's fifty seconds, and that's going up against these other videos that were successful, but they're an hour long or. 30 minutes so, 50 minutes, so. Let, let me ask you a question you, you're doing a lot more with stranger palooza and i don't know it's the last year and a half or two years mm-hmm. uh do you, is that the a gateway drug to the other hank strange channels 
Um, mm. I think there's a there's a lot of people that look at Stranger Palooza that are gun guys. I hear it, like I can tell from the comments okay. and stuff like that. So I have a so lot it's of, going one way, but the question is, are you I, getting people in from Stranger Palooza and then they're viewing your so, two A yeah. content? Yeah, I think okay, a lot good. of van, a lot of van folks out there they, mm-hmm. they have vans because they want to be independent. They don't want to fly anymore. They don't want to deal with all the bullshit. <laughs> They don't deal, want to deal with the air with uh, the uh, the airlines or the hotels or whatever. Well, those people look like us. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. So I seldom. I don't think I've met anyone in the van world yet that's not a gun guy. And there's uh-huh. always people. Always people say to me, "Oh, you talk about like your other stuff. What is it?" And I go, "Oh, it's guns. I'm a Second Amendment." advocate and they're like oh cool yeah we like guns i've never met anyone who's like oh guns are evil never a lot of those folks are retired uh people who um were in law enforcement or in the military Mm -hmm. in some part of their life or even if they weren't you know they're just folks who think like us and they want to be independent so for the most part i think it's um it's a pretty good thing also it's interesting to look at uh stranger palooza the van stuff youtube doesn't come come down on that because of ideology or because let's say because i'm a gun mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. so it's interesting to look at that versus i'm still putting up stuff on uh the who moved my freedom podcast on youtube and i'm still putting up stuff on hank strange on youtube and they are killing everything man i'm 120,000 subscribers on youtube slash hank strange and if i put up a video mm-hmm. now it used to be that they cut me down to like 2,000 views. Now I have a tough time getting Oof. 500 views out of a video. So wow. it's, and wow. I'll, sh- I'll share that video. I'll put it on my social media. I have, mm-hmm. I, could, mm-hmm. I could see on the social media people reacting to it, and it won't go up one view on YouTube. So that tells me that they have something locked over there. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Because I'll share something on Stranger Palooza and I'll see the numbers go way up, <laughs> and then I'll share it. I'll share something that's on Hank Strange and it won't it won't budge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Interesting. Look, yeah, it's interesting to look at what's happening. But my suggestion to you or anyone else out there that's trying to build a YouTube channel with shorts, if you like doing shorts, make a separate YouTube channel. And put, your, put put it up there, and then your long form stuff. Leave that alone. Like take all those shorts out because it's too uh-huh, confusing. Uh-huh. Um, and it's possible that YouTube is experimenting with something because they're having a problem. I think because of this conflict with the shorts and then the regular content. Yeah, because I've seen other YouTubers. Uh, like I was going to share somebody's channel, and I just mm-hmm. like you know started typing, and I really didn't wasn't looking. Like, what the hell is that channel? It's, you know, blah, 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 their name Shorts. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you'll see that. Are you, uh, Hoffman, are you back to posting on, on YouTube, on social media and all that, man? Uh, I have not posted. Uh, I'm getting ready to do a couple of videos. Hopefully I'll get in here. If I'm feeling okay, I'll get in here tomorrow and do the last little uh, filming I need to do. And I'm going to do a uh you know, an update of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do a video. I shot, uh, my Liberty suppressor that they oh, sent me. Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. I shot nice. On it. Um, uh, what, is, wait, hold on. What is, is that, that's a 1911? I think it looks like it. High power. Oh, high power. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually 
shooting this, I had the stock on it too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and I shot it on four or five or six uh, sub guns. Oh, cool. Okay. How was it? How did it, um, it worked, you know, for what it is, it worked mm-hmm. real well. Okay. Um, you know, uh, yes, my big, huge, fat Uzi suppressor. Okay, yeah, let's compare these two. And which one, That is that the Mystic that you've got from Liberty? Uh, this is the, where is it? Yeah, it's the Mystic. Okay. It goes yeah. on everything. Yeah, that's one of the cool things about it. Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> Um, it's you and the guy yeah. she tells you not to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, my big fat Uzi suppressor, yeah, it's quieter than the Mystic. For sure, yeah. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I was also shooting supersonic ammo out of the Mystic, and I was surprised how quiet it was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any subsonic with me. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I left the cans at home. Oh, okay. So, Rich, mm-hmm. does your high power have the holster stock? Yes. Mm. It's got the holster stock with it that I've modified so it 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 fits in there not with the suppressor but it fits in there with the the extended barrel on it. Yeah. Uh, did you get that from Aspel Warrior? Uh, yeah. where yeah. the hell did I get it from? No, Aspel Warrior is asking that question. Ask the question. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um I think I got it from Sarco. Hmm. Okay. I think I think I had a bunch of them made. Um, yeah. We're obviously friends with Liberty Suppressors, and, and Dave from Liberty comes on and everything. But w- yeah. one of the things I like about the Mystic is it's very flexible. They have a lot of adapters uh, yeah. for, for yeah. that Mystic. Got, you know, well, I've got the adapter that's, that's on there. Yeah. But if you go hold that up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, there's like, they sent me like four or five adapters. Yeah. I've got the UG, I've got the MP5, I've got uh, fixed mount half 28, fixed mount 584, mm-hmm. and then the uh, half inch uh, booster for the yeah. pistol. Some serious thunder and lightning going on here. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, is that there's an adapter for the Mystic so that you can go to the universal thread pitch. I think nope. you and I, yeah, you and I spoke about universal thread pitch before. I'm not sure if Flying Rich, are you up on the universal thread pitch? For no, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's basically like a universal thread pitch that a lot of companies are kind of sort of adapting for suppressors. And I think they went off of a thread pitch that um, Silencer Co. is using. Let me see if I can I look so. up. Yeah, let me see if I can look up my notes on it. Um, and so the beautiful the beautiful thing about that is that you can get uh, Silencer Co., you can get Liberty Suppressors, Dead Air, all these companies are oh, using cool. they're using this pitch, and you can you can get adapters and things like that, and use these on lots of different guns using different um, you know uh, let's say like muzzle devices and all that kind of stuff. And you don't have to go back to, if you originally got your thing from Silencer Co., you can get an adapter from Dead Air or whoever has it available. And then you can easily move one can amongst all your different guns. 
you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a cool thing. And Liberty actually, um, you know, picked that up and, and started doing it. And there's adapters for the mystic for anyone who's interested in that. So like, if you, yeah. if you're looking to get one can and then do a bunch of stuff with it, I think the mystic's a good can, but you know, I'm, the I'm biased. The way to go. Cause you can go from 22 long rifle up to, uh, 300 win mag. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's impressive, you know, for basically a nine millimeter suppressor. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing cool stuff with it. Um, so someone who's asking this question, let me see. And I didn't, um, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, who asked this question? Hold on. Uh, JC P 90 says, Hoff, would you ever build an AK 74 U as I'm going to show off my awesome, I need you to build a bullpup AK 74 Hoffman. Or, or Flying Rich, for that matter. See, the big problem is I don't have any of the AK tools. Oh, okay. So, because that's just not something I do. So, for, you know, for me to build an AK, it doesn't make any sense. I can buy one cheaper than I can buy all the tooling to do it. Brandon Herrera likes bullpups, so you could have him do it. Yeah. I'm, I've heard that Brandon Herrera is very jealous of my um, AK. 74 bullpup. I've heard, I've heard this. <laughs> Listen, this is why I this is, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to speak for me. I'm not speaking for JCP90. But I want you to make AKs so that we can have access to a BWE AKs, okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why do you think we want you to just get into it and make it happen, Rich? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I actually have so, been working on one AK for a long time, but oh, I need okay. to get back to it and get it working. Oh, this is for a customer, uh, though? No, it's for me. It's oh, okay. uh, one of the, uh, what were they, Romanian trainers, uh, uh, parts kits that came in in 22. Oh, so, I'm, okay, uh, yeah. Doesn't Walter have one of those? Yeah, I uh, think Walter Walter has one like that, yeah. And I'm building that in full auto. Problem okay. is, it's got a bad barrel in it. Oh, the okay. chamber's oversized, so it keeps bursting cases. Yeah. So I got to make a new barrel for it. I think when you build it, especially since you have to make this new barrel, can you just make it integrally suppressed? Just, just go on, just. I could, but I mean, considering 22 suppressors are that long, you know. <laughs> Come on. I cut, the, I cut the barrel down, so it's, what, what is the barrel? It, it's just ahead of the gas block. Why, why redo the barrel? Just ream it and put a new uh, new chamber in. Put an insert in. <laughs> yeah. he, just, he just took a deep breath. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. He says, yeah, stick to 3D printing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, putting a barrel liner in a gun, one in a full auto, unless I silver solder the entire length, it's not going to hold up to the heat. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Accuglass won't hold up to the heat. Um, and two, it's actually more work than just turning a new barrel. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Night Train is saying that the Hofmeister should just head over to the Ukraine and pick up some models. <laughs> um, <laughs> good luck with that. If I had a ship, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
we can can we all pull yeah can we all pull together and just get like a, a container shipped over here i don't know that's a one-way story man our politicians out there who are so awesome they are fully supporting all the guns going to the Ukraine possible. Yeah. But Americans... every single Ukrainian <laughs> to have a full auto AK. Yeah. Or a full auto M16. Not Americans, so though. Autos. No, no, not Americans. How dare you? <laughs> you know, you, you bastards. Don't even think about it. So, yeah. What we should do is arm every single Ukrainian... Mm-hmm. And then bring them in here as illegal aliens with their full autos. I'm in. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know about they, that. They man. can even ride in a bus and not the back of a tractor trailer. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold, Rich. <laughs> that is very cold. <laughs> you know, well, I I don't know, man. I think Ukrainians need to stay over in Ukraine. I'm I'm happy for them to fight for uh for their freedom over there but yeah you know i don't necessarily want those guys are just finding out about freedom okay they're just realizing that they have to fight i don't necessarily want them to come over here in in mass and start messing up things in america yeah we've already got a bunch of communists in here that maybe we should take a lot of the folks in like california and new york and places like that and send their asses to the ukraine Okay, and let them find out about freedom over there, and then bring them back. We send all the New Yorkers and Californians to Ukraine and replace them with Ukrainians. I mean, maybe I'll contribute to that fund. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe some, maybe some real Ukrainian models. Maybe I'll be down with that. You know, some some Ukrainian. Is is that what's been flooding my Instagram lately? Ukrainian hot chicks. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I I can't read their name. It's all in like Cyrillic. Yeah, JCP nine ninety says Ukrainians running around with FN F two thousands. Oh really? Oh, I want yeah. one. <laughs> I know Hank's got one. Uh yeah yeah. I got lucky from from your buddy. Yeah, from my buddy. Yeah, Chris Ellog. Yeah, didn't he give you a chance to buy that first? Nah, nah. I I don't think why well, I don't think I was like friends friends with Chris at the time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, I, I think we're like YouTube buddies. I mean, he, he lives like seven miles from my house. Not even. Yeah. Asper Warrior says we can rename New York to New Crane. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, 42 Chilled said hot women. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know. Um, I really I really don't know, man. I don't know. We, we're the, the ones we, you know. I think that's a slippery slope. That's the best way to say it to you. Instagram definitely figured out what type of women I like. Oh, really? I'm so shocked. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like holy crap. Well, so let's let's go down this path. We only have like a couple of seconds here, but let's start going down the path. What kind of women did it? <laughs> say that again. Um, what was that? What's that one? With a pulse. With a pulse? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 what kind of um, and even that's you know? yeah there's really only one way to do this and i don't know if you guys would even like uh volunteer this you know you would have to show your instagram go on there and go to a search 
and then show us the search and that would be that would tell us whether or not uh, Instagram figured out what kind of chicks you like. What okay, here, here it is. But we're, we're about to here take a break. Is. Hold on a second. Hold on. We're about to take a break. We'll be right back. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Yeah, so are we all going down this path? Is everyone agreed? I don't know if Hoffman is going to agree to this. Is it Rich? Rich obviously agreed. Hoffman, what, what, where are you at on this? Are you, I think this is search. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go with. Okay, hold on. Okay, so wait, hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with Rich. This is what. This is not your search, Rich. This oh yeah, that search. was like the first one of my search. No, no, no. no. Go back to your search right now. I want to see well, what your the search, search is. All right, so here's the weird thing about my search. My search is birds, and I don't know what the thing in the middle, and women. Yeah, okay, there you go. Birds and women. Okay, let's go to Hoffman. Let's go to Hoffman. Okay. Oh, I see. Why? Yeah, okay. Man, Hoffman, you're you're a decent fellow. He's pretty tame. There's like one cat in there. There's one cat. Uh, Oh, wait, wait. That's the money right there. Right. Okay, so do you guys want to see... You guys want to see what my thing? I don't know. Lola's saying now, oh please, Lord in heaven, don't let. Uh, hold on, let's go to my phone for a second. There was this story here in my phone when I first put it on that was like uh, New York City with rats stealing some pizza. But here, I'll go to my, I'll go to my search. Let's see what it shows. Let's see. Boom. Oh, totally innocent. It's all innocent stuff. There's some. Oh sure. There's a couple. Yeah, of yeah. Gun- she's a musician. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of gun things in here. Scroll up, man. Scroll. Up. Oh, you want me to scroll? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> There's some gun stuff. Yeah, guns and chicks. I don't know why. What that? Oh yeah. Guns and booty. barbecue. Yeah. There's definitely big booties. Some some off roading. Yeah. One t- <laughs> one time Lola said. Oh, that she's fast. For some reason, Lola was looking at my phone, and she said, "You got nothing but big booties on your phone." Let me see. Yeah, you know what? Richard Hoffman is the be- is the is the better of us all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know what. It- yeah, you've got boats and. Uh- I don't know what the hell. I don't yeah. know if that's poop or chirudos or in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is that snakes? I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You can judge us all by what our searches show. Yeah. You're looking at fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Hank, have you ever looked at Lola's screen? What, what does her uh, search? No. Look like? Are you kidding me? I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to know. Also, I'm afraid to know. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh my God. Wait, wait, it's, it's, look at, this I know what it's going to be. On my search I, I know. This is how this happens to me on my search thing. This is how this happens. This is what. It, this is what Lola's comes up phone. On my, this is going to be. This is this is native and natural. That's what. That's what. It, we, it's going to be all Mr. Gunson gear. 
Uh, yeah, it's going to be definitely some hairy dudes. That's one thing I would be, I would be very sure of. But yeah, that's, you know. So, so speaking yeah. of Mr. Gunsinger, are you, are you going to uh, Iraq Veteran? Uh, probably. I'll be there. Even if it's for a short time, I'll, I'll roll through. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. Hoffmeister? Yeah, I got a the table Hoff- there. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I need be- to find out. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the deal was. Mm-hmm. You know, they wouldn't respond to me and wouldn't respond to me. And then all of a sudden, Brandy started sending me emails like there was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know I, if that was after Eric was on our show. Wants me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Say that. Say that again, Hoffman. I, I think she figured out how hot I was and realized she wants me. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not um, even. That, I'm not I even getting, kicking Eric to the curb. That's I'm not even getting in the middle of that one. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> no. Uh, it's. Let me tell you something. Uh, organizing that show is, or that event is, a massive undertaking. Massive undertaking. And, yeah. uh, you know, Brandy really puts in a lot of work on that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I a think lot of people do. But yeah, I think, yeah there's, a, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going into it. And Brandy's doing a lot of the organizing of it. And, you know, I think probably, like, you know, she takes a break because they're doing a lot of organization for that through the year. So she probably yeah. takes a break and then at a certain time goes, okay, this thing is on. We got to, you know, <laughs> we got to do this again. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, she probably think, get to school and then spends the summer getting it all lined up. Yeah, I, and uh-huh. I think this is the tenth tenth anniversary of it, right? Yeah, tenth anniversary, I think it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I figure out where to stay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I a number of us are, are going. I was trying to get you know get together with some people and get a house. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, uh, get an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want to stay at the Roach Motel again. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Pussy. <laughs> I did it once. I was gonna say, where's Hoffman staying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have don't no idea. Get Hoffman, get, ah. yeah, get, get Hoffman to rent some place and just crash over there. <laughs> you know. Hey. And then and then rent, the room you isn't use, ready. Uh... You could use them all to work for you, man. You could make them uh, carry stuff around. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely help Hoffman out. <laughs> yeah, put them put them to work. I'm sure it'll be a whole crew going down there. Um, uh, I'll call them the Scary Bunch. That's my nickname yeah. for Flying Rich's crew. You know, a bunch of a bunch of scared dudes. <laughs> the problem uh, is, if I if I have Flying Rich there, mm-hmm. nobody else will be able to shoot the guns. I'll have him. Hey, <laughs> go on the line and take these people and shoot the guns, and he'll be shooting the guns the whole time. No, he be he, listen uh, for all everything I say about Hoff, about uh, Flying Rich. Rich is responsible. You give him some responsibility. He can handle it for minimum periods of time. <laughs> Till the ADD kicks in. Yeah, he can handle it. Uh, Kiaski says, wow, Hank, Rich and Crash, come on. <laughs> yeah. So wait, wait, did we do Gorn? I... Yeah, we did. did. Do you have, do you want to show some Gorn? Do you have well, some Gorn? All right. Have, okay. So I, I got my. 10 mil here mm-hmm. and i this thing is so freaking heavy it feels like you got a loaded magazine and you don't i mean it's it's a heavy mofo and 
So I got the G17 with the G34 barrel. Is that is that longer going sideways or longer going down? Wait, show that whole thing again. Hold on, go back up a little bit. Back up, back up, so we can see the whole barrel. Oh, oh, back, oh, up. back yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I, I got the 50, the, yes. so the Safety Harbor 50 cal. Yes, congratulations. And I got the bipod from Walter. Finally, I meant to get that. And uh, I threw a scope on just, just to do so a stunt double for when the real scope comes in. Yeah, I heard um, I heard that you did some kind of live video with the 50 and the bipod, and you couldn't figure out how to get it going. <laughs> Is that true? That, that's uh, – well – Whoa! Uh, here we go. This could get uh, so. This could get dangerous. To pull this up and lock it. Let's see. I mean, it's this is a strong bipod, man. They should sell. Oh these. yeah, yeah. These yeah, this is no freaking like. Oh yeah, yeah. This, yeah I mean, it, it seriously takes a lot of strength to operate that bipod. Yeah, that bipod alone is a survival tool in my book. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Is that gonna they, slide? Yeah, they make a beefy, a beefy freaking bipod, man. You know, um, they should <laughs> make. Fifty. Yeah, for a fifty, you would have to. Yeah, but I was gonna say they should make bipods for other stuff, man. Because oh, that, that's that's a beautiful bipod. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, let me see here. Someone, da, 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 da. let's see. There was a comment that. Uh, uh, DCG44 says even when he's not feeling his best, the Hoff brings smiles. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Hoff is breaking out something. So what someday I want to get the Hoff uh, drunk so I can, you know, hear what he says on his mind or has on his mind unfiltered. Oh. Uh, same thing I say when I'm not drunk. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we just looked at his soul. He just showed us his search. This man is as pure as the driven snow. I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, he's as pure as, or at least his search is good. His search, his search on the Instagram is good. I don't know. We, we, you know, we can't talk about anything else. Um, what are you, what are you pulling out there? Uh, sorry, I got to look at my pump. I leaned over to grab something, and I heard a. I was oh. leaning on my pump, and I heard a little. A little pop. Little, I shouldn't have heard. I want to make sure it's... Is that what you call it? The pump? The pump. <laughs> yeah. My um, poison pump. Yeah. Do you... Um, but seriously, though, do you need do you need folks coming out to the thing to help you out with your with your booth there at the Rock Veteran event? Uh, I don't do you, know. Do you need uh, some volunteers? With me and... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I might see if my uh, brother can come out with me. Mm -hmm. Uh but, you know, one of those, you can always use help. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, like, uh, to, to the to the guys who are going out there that know uh, Hoffman, you know, uh, volunteer, spend some time over there hanging out with him and helping him out with stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think I'm not going to be there long because there's some other kind of event going on that I'm going to. But I'll stop by. I'll visit you. You know, I'll give you I'll give you like five minutes. I might even have the rest of this. You might what? I might even have the rest of this. Oh, what is this? Uh, hold is, on a second. Is that an MG44? What is that? 
Is this a is this a bar? No. Uh, very close. What is it? That is an FND barrel. And the FND is a uh, upgraded BAR. Ah. With a change barrel and a pistol grip. Uh, interesting. And with any luck, huh. I'll have one up there for the for the shoot. Yeah. And I've got it in four oh, cool. different calibers. Really? Okay. Uh, Hmm. I've got, I've got all the, well, I've got almost all the stuff. I got to get the gun and make a spacer block, mm -hmm. but I've got almost all the stuff to do 308, seven millimeter Mauser, eight millimeter Mauser and 30 out six. Okay. So the, the barrels on that are hot swappable, right? You could just, okay. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's cool. You know, and, uh, the, 30 out six, 308, or eight millimeter Mauser and seven millimeter Mauser all use the same trigger pack. Hmm. And the 308 uses a separate trigger pack, which I just found one and got. So. Okay, so with hmm. that, you'd have to change the trigger. But why would that be? Why would they. Because it uses, uh, in 308, it uses uh, foul magazines. Oh, okay. Okay. And by the way, if anybody has foul magazines, let me know. Mm -hmm. Because like a month ago, they were all over the place. And then I found this gun and bought it. And now foul mags are nowhere. Okay. So foul, I got really? foul mags, so. Okay. You know what? I'm looking for a Tech 9. I might be able to uh, trade you a box of <laughs> foul magazines for a Tech 9. <laughs> no. We could probably do the, that. Yeah, I'm serious. I have like a box of, uh, of FAL magazines. A box. Yeah, we can, we can probably do that. <laughs> okay. Hank, okay. does the RFB take the FAL magazine? Uh, no, or is that right? some other magazine? This, you know what? That's a good question. Does it? No. Does it? I think it, I think it is based on that magazine, but most of the most of the, the magazines I have for my RFB are like polymer and stuff like that. You know, that's a good question. Yeah, it says it does take the FAN foul metric. Yeah, um, that was so it. It might, yeah, but I, but regardless of that, I got a box of them. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I know I can get those polymer magazines. The polymer ones, yeah. I, I don't know how they'll hold up to full auto fire. Yeah, that's the the difference. I think. Yeah, the yeah. RFB. I think that you can use them, but I found the polymer ones are fine on the RFB. Yeah. yeah, but with I with those old get guns. a polymer one and just see if it holds up or if it yeah. you know yeah. gets too hot and goes. Yeah, I think I got some. I got mags for you, Rich. I think you're good. I got I got a bunch of mags here, so I got know. a tech. Yeah, I think we can make that happen. We can make yep. that happen. Did, did you? I, I'm I'm guessing that you already got that tech nine working. Because typically they don't. <laughs> I, I have no shot to tell you. <laughs> So that's no. So it's in the condition of all the other tech nines out in the world. But, uh, I need to, I need to shoot it because I'm going to do a video on it. So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to make plans to get together anyway. But you know, it's so hot and everything. I don't know if it's I even it's just nasty out right yeah, now. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't want you to. You know, you don't necessarily need to put like any other like extra pressures or anything like that. 
on um I, although i know you are testing some stuff but i don't know where where are you where are you going are you going indoors somewhere to do that or are you going out in the heat i'm going outdoor ranges okay all right just be careful man when you know oh yeah like uh i just went down three weeks ago to the to the practice match for the sub gun matches uh-huh uh, we have a practice day that about five of us show up to uh, and you know, I did more sitting than anything, uh, mm -hmm. just cause I don't have the energy, you know, drink lots of fluid and sit and shoot a little bit and then go sit. And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How reliable is a 30 round foul magazine? The metal oh, ones? Yeah. I think they're, well, I mean, the, how long have they been tested? Like the FNFAL has been like, yeah, what was that? Been the around 50s? Yeah. When, yeah, when I only have come 20s. Out? Oh, okay. Oh, that's out of stock, too good of a price, and out of stock, too good of a price. It's crazy. There was a guy I knew that actually had an F. He had a couple of FNFALs that he was trying to that he was trying to sell me one, and I was like, eh, you know, I was beating around the bush on it, and I, I wish know, I, I should have freaking I should have. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then there was another there was another guy. I can't remember exactly who it was. There was a guy I knew and one day he was like, dude, um, I have all these FNFAL magazines and I don't need them and here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. I was like, uh, thank you very much. I think I think Flying Rich has seen that that box, probably. Hmm. I think yeah. I don't know if you were over here hmm. one time and um No no, all I remember is raking your yard, you know. Oh come on. That's not, that's not yeah. even true. That's Man, not even. Huh? Was like a month ago, month and a half ago. Uh -huh. There were foul magazines everywhere. Everybody had them. They're like, "We'll pay you to take them off our hands." Yeah. And you mean like I, oil during the Trump administration? Yeah. yeah I get this gun uh, a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or at least made the deal for it. It'll be a while before it gets here. Um, yeah. DCG 44 and, says 20 rounds is the standard for F, uh, FAL. Yeah. And, man, I went to look for FAL mags, and they are gone. That's interesting. Oh, you know what it's, was – go ahead. You know, what the hell What the hell happened to all the magazines? Uh, someone might have I mean, been – I think everything's getting bought, bought up right now, man. Yeah, I think Brandon opened his mouth, and everybody's trying <laughs> everything that's not nailed down. Yeah, it's um, it's weird out there. And you know what was weird yesterday? Um, when I had Control P1 and Vin, both of them owned those smart guns. You know, remember the smart guns? Those dudes, the germ, like some company in Germany was selling. Remember those? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're at Shot Show. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they both have those. They they've been picking them up lately, which I thought was interesting. And they're like, oh yeah, these oh. things these things are showing up on like Gunbroker for four hundred bucks. Huh. You know, I guess they used to be like eighteen hundred or something like that. Money. Yeah, they don't work worth shit, I guess, from what I hear. However, it's a novelty kind of thing. Like me, I collect some of those guns that are terrible guns or whatever that came out yeah. because I think those are cool. That's the reason why I want a um, a Tech Nine. So I thought that's interesting. Although I know I remember a time like Gun Guys Man would go into like uh, you know. Warpath mode over those things, which I understand because I think there were some states that were trying to, 
you know, use the sale of those to mandate that everyone has to get smart guns. Yeah. Um, so these were the ones that, you know, the, the ones with the watch that's magnetic or whatever craziness. Um, yeah. So there you go. All right. So listen, here's what we're going to do. We're, we've uh, crossed over the uh, nine o'clock hour here. So we are going to start wrapping this up. I'm going to have, uh, we're going to probably take a quick break here. And then what I'll do is we'll come back. I'll have uh, these guys tell you how you can support them, what kind of stuff they have going on. All of that will be coming up here. And, uh, you know, we'll get into that. Are you seeing something in the news, Flying Rich? I see you. No, it's just searching for FNFAL magazines. Oh, oh, okay. He's on a hunt. So we'll take this break. We'll be right back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. Okay, um, so Cruise Man is saying, let me see, what is this? Cruise Man says, I guess he's He talking, said he wants to go with you to Iraq Veteran. To, to the, yeah, you don't, well, you can't go with me, unfortunately, because I'm going to be rolling right through there. But he says he needs Hank or Rich to make the connection. Um... So, yeah, I, I, I'm cool with it. if you, well, I think if you guys, I don't know exactly what Cruise Man does, um, but you can definitely talk to these, there's a whole group of these guys who are going out there, Rich, who else is going, Rich? Rich uh, I think Rich is going to be there, we're going to have Shooting yeah, Gallery, be there. Shooting Gallery New England will be out mm -hmm. there, um, uh, John Crump, all that kind of stuff will be there. Crumpy, so, dark. Yeah. So if you can get together with, with those guys offline and talk to them, you know, I think it'll be cool. Lola and myself are going to be rolling, probably, more than likely, you know, rolling through there and then heading off somewhere else. So I'm not trying to be, like, you know. Not that's the FNP, Hank. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. So this was a like a upgraded... B-A-R, okay. Uh, uh, FN bought the rights to, or had the rights to, the B-A-R in Europe. And they decided in the 30s, uh, let's take the B-A-R and upgrade it. Mm -hmm. hmm. So they changed the stock a little bit. Um, they put uh, the pistol grip on it. They had uh, the quick change barrels they put on it. Mm-hmm. So those uh, are even more collectible than a BAR, or what's the deal with that? It, it's like even more sought after than a BAR or collectible, or where is it in the hierarchy? Uh, I don't, you know, the BAR has the love of the World War II collectors. Okay, okay. You know, so, you know, people who know about the FND and the BAR, I think a lot of them prefer the FND. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, especially because it's got quick change barrels on it. Mm -hmm. You know, a BAR, you shoot out the barrel and you got to send it in and have a new barrel installed on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they you just pop off the barrel and put on a new one. 
is that the first time that they started doing quick charge change barrels, or were people doing quick change barrels before? Oh, quick change. Okay. Way before that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen some stuff about like you know for machine guns that you could switch. Yeah. I think sometimes like some militaries require that that you be able to change that barrel out quickly. Yeah. Um, and from what I understand, mm-hmm. uh, when FN made the was it the Mag Fifty, mm-hmm. Mag Fifty Eight, uh, the first belt fed they did, the newer belt feds, mm-hmm. uh, they just took the quick change barrel from set up from the FND mm-hmm. and put it on that gun. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen something like that. Um, okay. And then cruise man says he's been out to Fraz. So there you go. I've never even cruise been man? Out. Yeah. Cruise man said he's been out there. Oh, oh, is, is cruise man really, uh, somebody else? Cause I, I didn't realize that. So, Oh, Oh yeah. You coming down. That's Chris Bullis. Then. Your, your own people. Mm-hmm. That, that's Chris Bullis. Yeah, some friendly fire coming from uh, Flying Rich. You know, taking out <laughs> taking out your own dudes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't realize uh, that Cruise Man was Chris Bullis. Because <laughs> um, Kiaski says, damn, going to France is like going to Area 51. Yeah, I've never been there. <laughs> I've never been there. All right, listen, so let's wrap this up. We are. We're, let's start with. Uh, I'll go with Richard Hoffman. Um, tell the folks out there what kind of stuff you have co- coming out, Rich. How can people communicate with you? How can they support you? Uh, you know, you can uh, go onto my website. I've got a uh, in my shopping cart. I've got a thing where you can donate money to you know my my uh, video projects. Um, you can find me at my website at bwefirearms.com. You can find me on pretty much all the social medias and whatever form they made me use of BWE firearms. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. And uh, yeah, he says he's met me twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> Flying Rich, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm Flying Rich everywhere. Uh, uh-huh. You know, MySpace, OnlyFans, Locals. Uh, except for Instagram, where I'm flying rich official, flying rich underscore official, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm just you know I, I got some gold plated guns coming back. I had a little bit of work done on them, so some gold. Actually, my wife has a gold plated Sig P365, oh, which is crazy looking. Who did the gold plated? Really beautiful. Who did? Who did? The uh, so this guy in Orlando. Okay. So uh, hmm. it's uh, ARs by design. Okay. Uh, did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I'm going to get like the tiger pattern done on my Glock 17 that's gold plated. <laughs> the, the one that goes on all the, uh, what do we always see that on? We see that on the those. Desert Eagles. The Desert Eagles, yeah. Okay. The Eagles. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you ought to get a flame pattern. Yeah, why on. don't you save that for a high point, man? Why don't you put that on your high point? <laughs> Because high points don't have metal slides, just like my FN57. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You could probably still... Oh, I guess you can't do it. All right, fine. Um, Okay, cool. Cool. Let's see. Uh, What was it I was going to say? Oh, are you for reals on uh, OnlyFans? No, I'm goofing. Oh, okay. All right. I would believe it, though. From you... From you, I would believe it, you know? I would believe you're doing some kind of weird slipper fetish 
or something like that Ooh. on OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe flip flops. Listen, That's you know how much money you could make, man? You should research that. Oh, I'm kind that. of scared on that. <laughs> Look it up. Okay, listen. Here's what we. First of all, uh, it's really good to see you guys again. Really good to see uh, Richard Hoffman in here. Hoff, I hope you know we somehow help cheer you up. I know it's been a rough day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hoffman. Maybe I'll have to come and visit if uh, yeah. if uh, Shooter Gallery New England's going to be in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Go over there and harass him. You know. And, uh, you know, the folks out there are happy to see you guys as well. So big thanks to everyone. This is going to be it for this week. Then we'll be back next week. So, uh, you know, just uh, look forward to seeing you guys next week. And what we're going to do here is I'm going to roll in the end. But I do want you guys to go support these dudes. Check out all the stuff they're doing. They've got lots of cool stuff going on here. I'm going to run in the end. Who's giving us words of wisdom? Hoffman? Hoffman. He's the wise one. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So, Hoff, I hope you got something on deck. I'm going to run in the end. We'll be right back here. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us here. We're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes, Podbean. It's on Audible, where I think we're adding new places that you can get the podcast from, including you could go to HankStrange.com, and the podcast is right there if you can't find it anywhere else. Big shout-out to everyone joining us from the Firearms Radio Network out there. And uh, words of wisdom from the venerable, honorable Richard Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Right, right, right. What's your, <laughs> what's your words of wisdom, man? Uh, words of wisdom. If there is anything that you want to do or anything you want to say to somebody, do it now because you never know when you won't be able to do it again. All right. Well, Hoffman. So. Hoffman. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we are out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, stay right there, guys. <laughs> Let's hit the buttons. Press the buttons properly, Hank Strange. Press all the buttons. <laughs> yeah, exactly.